Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem Shalom Bayez, Shir number 135. One receives tremendous schar and also builds a beautiful marriage by doing seemingly mundane tasks, mundane routines. If one's intentions by doing so is L'Shem Shamayim, it creates a tremendous amount of simcha, and fulfillment, begashmias and beruchnias, physically and spiritually. And this so goes with daily life. You eat, and um, you could be hungry, and um, you can enjoy the particular food. But if your mindset is strongly on the idea that you're serving Hashem as a result, and with this kayach, you can daven, you can learn better, you can have the calmness of mind to function better at home, at work, this mundane task of eating is elevated to a high level. Going to the bathroom and then making an Asher Yotzar with Kavana, thanking Hashem that your system is working. That seems, that's, if, if anything's mundane, that seems certainly mundane, the actual going to the bathroom. But don't underestimate it. It's in a special event. I know people are going to laugh when they hear this or find it a little crazy, but it is a significant event. Hashem is doing a chesed for you that your body is functioning, and then afterwards we say Hashem Yotzar and thank Hashem that we're not on dialysis, and we thank Hashem that we don't have, have to have pipes put into us in order to get the waste out, like some have that issue. It is not something to take lightly, and it's very mundane. But that mundane is a tremendous opportunity to grow in Akaras Atoiv, and to have Kavana with the Baruch of Asher Yotzar is unbelievable. And the same goes with intimacy. You may be pulled to it, to physical intimacy, because it's physically pleasurable. And it could be part of it is to satisfy your natural um, you know, desires, physical desires that's within you. And that's true. But if the mindset, despite that, is also to strengthen your marriage and to give to your spouse and to be there physically and spiritually for your spouse and to, become men- and to be mentally healthy as a result, that elevates that act of sexual intimacy into something extremely valuable. And uh, we see this. You see, Tamar was Niskavon L'Shem Shomayim, and there was Malachim, that were kings, were Zaycha to come out of her. Zimri, Api Pashapshat, there are Api Said, other things, Tyrus, about trying to be Malamed Schus on Zimri. But Api Pshat, Zimri was the opposite. His Kavana was not L'Shem Shomayim, and he got killed because of that. And 24,000 uh, the Eden got killed as a result of Magefa. So the Iker goes Basa the Kavana. The Iker Kavana. And that's the general idea. And part of that in the mundane daily life, sometimes hard to do because we're so used to having our spouse near us, dealing with them in mundane matters. We take it lightly. They see all our moods. We see all their moods. But nevertheless, if we have it in our mind to do our best to treat your wife as a queen, then she will treat you as a king. You treat your wife as a slave, she will show you who's boss. 
and a wife needs love and affection, and, um, and a man needs encouragement and respect. And it's very, very important to give that royalty to your spouse and to give, recognize their tzelema like him. And you need to know that's the case. They really, the truth is, each one wants to support each other, but pneumious, deep inside. No matter how stressful life is, your wife wants to support you, but she needs your encouragement. And because love is truly her nature, her higher nature. It's who she truly is. It needs encouragement to come out. And by providing her your love and your affection, by her husband showing this to her, ultimately it'll come out. And that also, you know, this also applies when sometimes you know there's going to be a tangible positive result when you treat your wife nicely or you treat your husband nicely. And that's okay. It's okay knowing that. That yes, I know that if I treat my wife with more love, with encouragement, with respect, if I give more to my husband with love and respect, then we, I will get a lot more from them, physically, spiritually, emotionally, whatever the case may be. So, it makes no difference. Even if that's part of the kavana, to be reciprocated for that kindness that you're giving to them, that they shower it back to you, the ultimate decide is, as we said a few times, and it's, we're repeating it now because it's an important concept, that the bottom line is, if there is also there, mixed into whatever there is, a true and real sincerity there, then it's good, then it's healthy. When you shower love to your wife and affection to your wife, even if you know your wife in turn will do nice things for you, that may be a shaloy l'shma, but if your main purpose is to really express that love and to strengthen your marriage, and that there's a part of you that does it not because of the shaloy l'shma only, but also because you really love your wife and you really love your husband, that's a beautiful thing. So if a husband, he may enjoy sex, but if he is building a loving relationship with you, and part of that is knowing that he'll get some of that, that's okay. And that's the way Hashem made the world. And it seems petty, it seems selfish, it seems self-centered. And again, if your whole kavana is that, then you're a narcissist. Then you're a very selfish person. Uh, you're egotistical. You know, if, if, if that is the only thing on your mind, to be manipulative and to just get what you want and press whatever buttons you want to get what you want, and you don't really care about the other person. There are people like that, and there are people that need to work on themselves to be less superficial and more authentic and more real. A hundred percent, that is true. But the very fact that we have human desires beteva, affection, physical intimacy, the, the want for it, um, to be noticed, to, to spend time with one another, to give to the words of encouragement that you need. All these things, there may be a shloilishma element to it, which is the basic physical human need for it. But again, this is similar to what we said many times 
that Richtel Vio, he said this, that when he was younger, he used to learn late Friday night, or even the whole night, I forgot the whole story, it's brought down in the Mechdam Leo, in one of them, in one of the Chalokim, I think Chalak Aleph somewhere, that part of what got him motivated is because of his, 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 his mother used to make a delicious kugel or whatever it is, and that was part of it. Then, did I go and learn the whole night because of that kugel? No, but that certainly helped. And the same applies, just giving you a simple example, uh, someone that's a coffee drinker. He loves coffee. He needs that coffee in the morning. And that particular shul, where there's a 5.30 dafyaimi shir, there's an excellent coffee there. So he's, why is he going to the dafyaimi shir? He's going to the dafyaimi shir because he wants to be, go to that dafyaimi shir. But if they have good coffee there, and that pulls him a little bit, oh, I'll have a good cup of coffee, or you go to a particular base medrash because it has nice, comfortable chairs or has good air conditioning. It's, it's, it, it, these things, if it helps ultimately for you to learn better and to be more of an Ayyad Hashem, then that's what you do. In other words, like this, we always have to strive entirely to purify our hearts and to get it to a better state, to a more refined state, less of Shalai Lishma, more of, of Lishma. In other words, that point where you're going to run to shul equally when there's a tightness and you can't drink coffee, just like when you could drink coffee, that um, you, know, you show the affection to your wife, whether she reciprocates or whether she doesn't reciprocate, and, and so on and so forth. We all want to reach that level at some point. But we cannot be faulted for being human beings and for having normal, natural human desires, physical desires, emotional desires, physical needs, emotional needs. And if that's what it takes to get you to the point to be able to learn better, daven better, be more of a mensch, you use that, and your main focus, your ultimate goal is the lishma, obviously, you're getting up very early in the morning because you do want to go to that share in the morning. You do want to learn the dafyaimi. And you do want to add hours to your seder. And, and 100%. And you're nice to your wife because you love your wife and you want to emulate HaKadosh Baruch Hu and do chesed. That's why you want to do it. And the wife to the husband, the same thing. But again, if some of it, if the fuel of it is partially because you know that things are going to get better because of that, then you use that as, a, as, a, as an energy to get you to move forward. And that is a big balishma, And everyone has to know their madrega. And it's better to do it with such a than not to do it at all. And, and, and whatever you could do to motivate yourself, you motivate yourself. And may Hashem help that we should learn this, these two Yesaitis, number one, is never underestimate the mundane life and the mundane activities of eating, of sleeping, of going to the bathroom, of taking walks to your wife, or even going shopping for her, or going shopping together, and whatever other mundane stresses in life that are done, but if you do it with an infusion also to add to your Shalom bias, it's a or to add to your hakaras a baruch it's a tremendous 
opportunity for you, and also the lesson of using the Matayshaloilishma where it's okay to have those Shaloilishma feelings, but your ultimate goal is the Lishma, and then you'll be Zoicha to have a lot of success. Have a wonderful day.